Welcome to the non-Berlin Berliners. Guys, was thinking, was thinking. It's so good. I love it. I'm ready. I'm hyped for this uh, this episode, uh, this topic. Uh, thanks for thanks for everyone tuning in yeah. to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to not be alone here. I have to my right. Andres, Andres, yes. am I to your yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Andres. <laughs> yeah, and, and to my left, Joshua. Boom. And I'm Isaac. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. You want to tell something about yourself, Joshua? Who are you? Yeah, guys. Um, I'm 22 now. It's your birthday this week. Yeah, yeah. Close to 30, then <laughs> eight. I, I thought you were turning 18, but it's yeah, like exactly. Yeah. I need to go back down to like 14 or something like that. <laughs> mm. Are you gonna be one of those like, oh, I remember the good times when I was 17. Yeah, the yeah, good exactly. old times. The good old days. Now, nah, bro, this is only forward from here, guys. It's only forward from Let's here. Go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Andres, for yeah, you. Yeah, and and I'm I'm 40. Yeah. Boom. Which um, I'm every time getting more confident on 40, 40, 40. Yeah. Maybe uh, the most confident 40 yep. year old in yeah. the world. After after a few more weeks of podcast gonna be so like ingrained <laughs> yeah. in me. Like <laughs> no, but the main the main reason why we share our, our our different ages is because we find it really interesting <coughs> that we can have different conversations on topics with different age groups, right? Yeah. And so I think I've been enjoying so much these conversations on the last last episodes, and and I th I'm looking forward to to the following weeks as well because I think like there's so many good topics, and also what we talk before and after the podcast. I think we have still like such a long conversation on on following up on topics yeah. that I think like it's, it's really good. I'm enjoying a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. True. Yeah, it it also we have a we have a blast here in the mornings. Yeah. We've been here now for one and a half hour. Uh, setting, yeah, or, yeah, having breakfast, yeah. setting yeah. up, and uh, you can see there's a clip on our Instagram if you want to see how our mornings mm -hmm. look, if you want an insight. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Um, welcome, uh, the Non-Berlin Berliners is a podcast uh, about us, the the people like living in Berlin, loving Berlin, yeah. uh, but we're not from Berlin. That's why we're the Non-Berliners, but we are a Berliner. Uh, and our podcast is, is about growing, about learning, yeah. uh, about different topics. And we're here to learn. Uh, we are mm. learning about these topics. So we're not here to, to it's not a, um, it's not education. It's not a uni lecture. Yeah. You don't have to <laughs> knock on your tables like I heard you do here in Germany. Um, but today is exciting because today is a requested topic. Oh, wow. So we were asking, uh, we were asking last week f if there was any request of a topic. Mm. And uh, I was super happy that we got one. And uh, that topic is making decisions. Mm, love it. Making decisions. Really good. Like we made a decision to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did we do that? <laughs> That's for another podcast. Uh, so yeah, super exciting. It's, it's um, like uh, like uh, I said last week, if, if you have any request of, of topics, uh, just send it to us on Instagram, uh, Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get right into it. I like what you explained last time. Like the dot chat is because we love chatting. Exactly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so great. So <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys you guys didn't approve that name, but um, that's right. That's I what like we have it, right yeah. now. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Um, approved. It, it was yeah. approved before you asked. Me. <laughs> it was approved. <laughs> it's the best I could do. Uh, it could be a cool domain dot chat. But yeah, this is a big topic though. Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna hit yeah. uh, every single part of this. Uh, but I thought we could uh, talk a little bit about big decisions that we made in our life, mm -hmm. Come, like being where we are in life right now. And we could chat. I would love to hear from, from you guys some, some uh, insight. What was um, maybe what was tough making a decision? What was easy? How did you get to the conclusion to do this thing? And yes, like, yes, you know, personal experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, to not waste any time, I want to just get right to in right into it. Um, is there anything you guys want to say about decisions before we before we start? Um, anything that comes to your mind? Oh, I think you know, use your brain. I think that's a good good addition. <laughs> Just use your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. Mm, like it's deep. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to get deeper. Everything, than that. everything <coughs> we needed to know about this, yeah. in this, well, in this podcast. Use yeah, your brain. Honestly, just use your brain. Yeah, you know, not leave your brain mm -hmm. outside. No, yeah, I like I like this topic because I think like that that so many aspects to make the making decisions. We can we can develop like more a bit here with our experiences. But I think yeah. like it's really 
is key for everyone, right? Like the decisions you make are going to have certain consequences and they can be like in one direction or in another direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why this topic, like when, when and it's not even about getting the right decision, always about learning from your decisions to keep growing, right? And wow. I like what you said at the beginning, like every <coughs> everything we're doing, we, we want to grow. And yeah. I think decisions are key part of that. The best way of like how you don't grow, I think is when you're paralyzed and not making any decisions. Mm-hmm. But I think also right. like also not making any decisions is, is a already decision. a decision yeah. itself. Right. So uh, that's why I like this topic so much because I can see that's my really life, like the, the the things that happen in my life all came out from decisions yeah. that I made. Almost, that makes me think about like if you're too satisfied with something, you stop making decisions. Mm. Um, but yeah, we're not going to yeah. yeah, talk yeah. about that. But I thought just to, to kick it off, I would love to, I think I'll start with you on this. I would love to hear a little bit from from your life. I have I have some questions about specific topic, but maybe I'll I'll just ask you, what was what was something something big in your life, or was what was a big decision in your life that that comes up when you think about oh that was hmm. that was big. Yeah, I mean the the I think the big the big decisions they always need to be follow up with a lot of small decisions. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking of. For example, one big one for me was moving to Germany, to Berlin. Mm. It is only one decision that you make, right? Right. Either you move or you don't. Yeah. But then once you moved, how many more <laughs> thousands of decisions you need to make right. to keep to keep growing or mm. to keep, uh, uh, you know, like you have, you are in a different country with a different language, with a different culture, with a different, everything is different. So, mm-hmm. Maybe that one decision that you make, you 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 know the you have information to make the decision, but you don't have all of it. All of it, yeah. Right, right. So, I wanted to come to Germany because I thought it would be a great opportunity. My mom is from Berlin. Somehow, I always wanted to live a season in in Berlin. Art, art was like over the last years, like really like a lot of artists moving to Berlin and all of that. So that was really attractive for me. And so, so my wife and I, Sheila and I, we we decided, oh, why don't we give it a go? Mm-hmm. And so it's not a decision we made from one day to the next, but we we talked about it. Then we kept talking about it. Then we started making plans for it. What about if we start learning the, you know, like Sheila want to start learning German already mm. in Spain. So that whole summer, one summer learning German. Then we started working for saving some money to come, you know? So like, I think for me it was all out of like, okay, I have that vision that helps me make some decisions to see, okay, is that something I can do with my life, mm-hmm. right? right? And and I think that for me is a big component of, of making a decision that is a vision that you have in front of you that helps you make that. You know, for example, let's say like, my idea with I didn't have all the details, but I mm-hmm. had the idea of like how would it be to live in Germany for a season, mm-hmm. like get to know some some artists, some some art galleries, be a bit here, learn learn the language here well, know where my mom grew up, yeah, right. So it was a bit more like also Spain in that moment was a bit uh, like after the crisis when I finished uni, right. So it was not really lots of opportunities, so that also helped me to make that decision. Did you compare? So, for example, being in in the the mindset of I want to move to Germany, did you compare it to other things that you could choose from? <coughs> did you have different options in your head or ideas? Yeah, that, that's a good, that's a good question because I was uh, we were in New York for a sc- with a scholarship when we finished uni for a few months. Mm-hmm. So then we went back to Spain. We were a few months there, and then we thought, why don't we go back to New York there? It's like to do the same that we want to do here, but there. But then I always had this thing of Berlin. So I thought like maybe we could go to Berlin first right. for a season. And then we decide if we want to move there, right? Ah. So, so you, you were close to starting with New York. Yeah. And then maybe you would still be in New York. Maybe. But I thought like one one of the things that helped me to think like, okay, it's going to be a bit easier in Europe to anything with, with apartment, with, with uh, a bit for a long term. Yeah. I think New York, you can find things for short time. You didn't even speak English, right? Really? No, actually, like, no, not much. 
I was like average uh, Spanish, like that. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only Spanish. 100%. I guess they speak yeah, a lot of yeah, Spanish yeah. in America, yeah. right? You could, you would, yeah. It's like, you know, and I mean, my English was really, really basic. And then, and then when I when I came to Berlin, like I, I learned both, I improved both, like English and German. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to learn German at the same time, which I don't know. It's like, and I'm still here. Like we are 11 years now in Berlin, so I guess I'm not going to New York anymore. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. Oh my god. But I don't know. Like that's the kind of like variables that that's I cool. can't control so much. Like. So it, it does. You're thinking about making the decision. It doesn't sound. When I hear your story, it doesn't sound that it was kind of like um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a decision that was super hard to make. Mm-hmm. Is that right, or or was it was it tough? I think I I didn't have hundred percent sure what I wanted to do, but I knew enough of what I didn't want to do. Mm. Mm, okay, so you, you had you had you knew that okay, I don't want to do this stuff. Yeah, and this for example, I, I, I don't want to stay in Spain just trying to survive. Right. Like, I, I want to do something that has an impact. I want to do something that has, you know, like, I want to get out of my comfort, comfort zone. every day. Mm. And I'm a family person. I love my family. I love to spend time with them and all of that, you know. But somehow I had the drive of, I just need to be out to see something different, to do something different. Right. And after having a taste of, like, three months in New York, you know, living, like, there and, yeah. and getting to see, like, everything that's going on. And just that vibe of the city, like, really really stood out for me. Yeah. And and I saw that I would not be able to do the same if I just stay at home in Spain. At yeah. home, yeah. Oh, but that's but that's a great great insight I feel there. Like if if people are making decisions, they can think about, okay, if I don't do this, mm-hmm. uh, what will I be doing then? Mm-hmm. And then thinking about like do I like to do this stuff and comparing the the because I think the one thing that stood out was thinking about what I don't want to do instead of what I want yeah. to do because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that could help sometimes at, at least you know okay if I don't want to do these things if I don't, if I don't want to stay here I need to do something different mm-hmm. right and that moves you towards exactly. a decision and I think that's why vision is so important because then you start to paint a picture of why would you see yourself in the future mm. even if you don't have it 100% clear mm-hmm. for me if you would have told me oh are you, do you want to move to Berlin for 10 years I would say no man like <laughs> right yeah yeah right like that's, that's uh, true but Same with me, yeah. I was years? more like, all right, let's try six months to a year yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. I think and that's really interesting. And that kept like going, okay, wh- why don't we stay another year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after three years, my family was stopped asking, when are you coming back? When are you? Yeah, we're like, okay. <laughs> they, they thought like, we're not coming back. when is the adventure finishing? Wow. When, are <laughs> when are you coming back? That's but super uh, interesting. Yeah. I think like that. that's my whole process of thinking. Like maybe I didn't have 100% clear what I wanted, mm. but then... That's also part of the surprise. Yeah. When you're here, like a few things surprise me in a positive way. That's yeah. why I stayed here. Could you maybe talk about like um, doubts that you had? Because obviously, this I think it's easier to look back and only see the side that worked. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you could phrase it or like reframe it from a position of someone who was actually taking the decision, what do you feel like were doubts you had at the time of like? Obviously, I think it's hard because maybe. Also, your personality mm. is someone that's like, oh, just go get it. What's the mm. worst thing that could happen? It doesn't work out. But could you also maybe talk about like doubts you had at that moment that you weren't sure of or you could have done something else? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there are different moments that if I look back, like different moments of like close to give up. Like, and that's the thing usually when things get difficult. Like once, like the, okay, difficult part is to make the first step. That's difficult, but I don't think that's the most difficult. I think the most right. difficult is to keep to keep walking, yeah. <laughs> because every decision brings a new challenge. <coughs> right. And and then let's say finding an apartment in Berlin, like, I don't. It's crazy. It's oh. crazy, you know. And you are, you don't feel like so confident coming from another country. You don't. You yeah. the competition like is huge. Yeah. And then you are there thinking, man, like, okay, so I moved in Berlin, like, I think to eight different apartments over the last 10 years. That's a lot. That's like one, almost almost yeah. one every year. And every time you move, you realize that you have more stuff with you. <laughs> it, it, it is gross. <laughs> like, we came with two suitcases. Right. Uh, and then now I don't know how many, I would need a truck if I go back to Spain. I've been in your, your basement and it's... Yeah. It's a funny basement. Yeah, you helped me to bring a lot of stuff down, right? Yeah, yeah. like we, we probably should have just thrown away those stuff instead Man, of bringing it down to the basement. I need to put like <laughs> an eBay clearance. I need to take some time to eBay clearance again yeah. and, and sell some stuff. But yeah, anyway, like th- I think that was that 
that whole part of the doubt what you mentioned in Joshua is that whole I think that's where 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 the the decisions within the big decision that kick in because you need to I need to have some something bigger than just how how I'm how I'm feeling that day mm-hmm. and and for me mm-hmm. was for me and for Sheila was for both of us to know that we have purpose you know and we have purpose here we're not just here like uh, like run walking around not knowing what to do we actually found purpose in what we are doing mm-hmm. yeah and I think that is stronger than the difficulties yeah. If the, if good. if you don't have any vision or purpose, I think the difficulties become so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, hundred percent. That's really good. Uh, what about you, Josh? I thought I thought you could share a little bit about your journey um, starting a company. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. Was that a was that a hard decision or was it even a big decision? Maybe it was a small decision. Yeah, I think at the at the moment it, w- it felt like a no brainer, but I think as Sometimes also you don't know the <laughs> how severe the decisions you make are or like what it actually mm-hmm. entails. Sometimes you just make it and as you're making it, you learn more yeah. of what ha- happens as you go. Um, I feel like I always wanted to do this. But at the same time, I think I also didn't really know what to expect. Like obviously you know what to expect. Like everybody tells you, but you still don't know how it feels when it comes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like someone telling me, oh, when you jump from the plane, when you're skydiving, you probably feel something in your stomach you probably be like you feel you'll be a bit nervous but that's all they can tell you but the, there's a feeling there's a way you feel when you actually jump from the plane or when you walk into the plane or when mm-hmm. the plane takes off or when you hold the guy and i don't know i don't mm-hmm. know however it goes but all i'm just simply trying to say is i think at the time it felt like okay i i kind of think i know but being in it now i definitely i didn't know anything of like what you would feel like i would say um yeah and how how did you but how did you get to the decision to like okay I want to start a company this but is what I want to do yeah I think I think it was it was very logical you know I think we we talk about this all the time of like opportunity cost and mm-hmm. the easiest time to take a risk is when you're young um yeah. I I understood this internally like I knew like everybody tells young people to quickly settle down in terms of like quickly get a job quickly da 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 quickly da da and quickly but also people tell young people that but also i think some of it is also the young people putting pressure on themselves mm-hmm. so I, i think i told you guys already mm. you know final year in uni everybody's getting jobs now my friends are getting jobs at like bmw yeah. rolls royce porsche different things but like mechanical engineering jobs not like stuff right and mm-hmm. but also that means that it's also the person is putting pressure on themselves to want to be like everybody else and mm-hmm. get the job that everybody's getting at the high paid thing yeah and i think sometimes there's the pressure to want to settle down now i'm saying all of this to simply say that i feel like for me getting to that point was like i just wanted to quickly take a risk as early as possible Mm -hmm. because i feel like if it did work out it was worth it and even if it didn't work out it's still worth it because of where i am now so i practically Mm. had nothing to lose Mm -hmm. i I want to ask you one thing because we just mentioned like what your friends and work colleagues and and, or or like uni uni Mm -hmm. uni friends are doing like I think also when when we're making decisions, I think like one the comparison part is somehow like some sometimes comes into play, right? Like you see where you at and where all people are at, and and somehow like this com- comparing yourself with other people. Um, I think the competition part is cool because you want to you know you you, you just want to like want to be better. Yeah, I like competition. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be feeling bad comparing myself to someone else or feeling better because I compare myself to someone else. And I think maybe that's even something that goes more on the on the on the long long journey. Mm-hmm. Like not now, but mm-hmm. let's say in in five years time or like three years time, mm-hmm. you find out, oh, actually the other guy looks like the decision he made about working for this company is better than me starting my mm-hmm. own, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how like a lot of doubts can mm-hmm. also come mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. into this comparison comparison part. Mm-hmm. True. I don't know what you think, Isaac. Like, no, like true. That's a big thing. Like finding the balance between uh, comparing yourself, because because you need to compare yourself to someone better to know even where, where you go. stand. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. super. Um, a simple example is if you don't know what that other person gets paid you will never aim at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like every t- every time like every time i realized that people doing something similar uh, earns more money i know that okay 
I can mm. achieve that or like this is something I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the same with everything. If if someone if you maybe have a skill and you are you're not the same person but you are in the same kind of field, you know I can reach it mm-hmm. if someone else did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then of course it's a different thing when you start talking about being the first doing something. That's yeah. the, but that's a crazy thing yeah. which um. is um, of I think very rare because I think mm. it's always always someone that did something similar before you and then you maybe did like a different yeah. pivot yeah. but of yeah. course you know these people that were the first doing stuff mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well like <laughs> it's a different topic I think if we talk about like making hard decisions and yeah. stuff especially with this entire business thing I would say um to give some perspective to to everyone it's like I th- I think I think this is very special like what I'm saying just because like I feel like I'm still in it in the middle mm. of it in the trenches at the beginning as things are trying to pick up yep. steam i'll definitely say that i don't know it's been like interesting there's a lot of emotional ups and downs mm-hmm. i think that's really been the biggest thing of like it's just been a lot of like and also you grow as a person internally but also you grow how you see life like i feel like the the constraints of the business are the constraints of your personal life mm-hmm. especially at the beginning mm-hmm. right and if you can't control yourself or if you can't grow then the business won't grow because it's dependent on you mm-hmm. to like push it from zero yeah, to the so point right. that it can yeah, be yeah. dependent on other people and i would say it's been the most probably been the most emotional experience i've had in my entire life like there's nothing yeah. like someone looking you in the face and just saying like no don't email me again <laughs> and then you have like 20 of that of like and then mm. you have one person that's like okay yeah, i want to work with you let's go right and it's like but i'm not i don't just want to talk about like that but i think no but that, that's the interesting part right because you you're very very logical but that doesn't mean that you you probably have a lot of emotions yeah. in your company right mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. something bad happens you will feel those emotions yeah, yeah, yeah. even even if you know that logically those those emotions are not helping you anything mm-hmm. yeah same and i think thinking about things like that for me was just like Okay, so how do we um like how do we make how do we make our decisions, you know? And it's like obviously it has to be logical, but at the same time it's like see, any decision that is hard is not going to be easy. Any decision like I, I personally still feel like it's a consistent process. You have to consistently like die mm. to your old self. You have to grow as a person, and that's the hardest part. It's like the thing everybody talks about growing pains. When you are short, you, you start growing, your knees start to hurt mm-hmm, a bit because yeah. you're growing into your frame and things like that. And I think for me that's what it's just been over the last couple of months yeah. Yeah. it's just been but it's fun what what about what about like choosing co-founder Whoa. choosing co-founder like looking back i didn't really it for me it was a guts thing it wasn't a mm-hmm. it wasn't like a logical thing but i do think it should be logical mm-hmm. but like as i said just because this is the beginning and, and everything mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a um yeah. it wasn't like a okay this person has these skills and then i could pick it was just more of like a gut feeling and right. it was a scenario where I was like, okay, this the things lined up properly, and it was like, okay, let's yeah, go yeah. forward. Yeah. Rather than That's like, cool. um, I think it should be done properly in terms of like picking the right co-founder. Right, some decisions decisions are made like that, which yeah. is interesting, right? You mm-hmm. can kind of like, I guess that this just feels good. This mm-hmm. feels right. Let's go let's, for it. Let's go for it. Yeah. That's but that's maybe an annoying answer to hear for someone that is struggling with a decision, mm-hmm. but could also help, right? Mm-hmm. If you like really look in look into you know how you feel about something yeah. and you're like of yeah. course putting it logically but also like okay how do i actually feel about this mm-hmm. will this be something that mm. i think i can i yeah. can move forward gut feeling is interesting because yeah. it's gut feeling i guess is also based on logic mm-hmm. i think so and i think you always have information for for that gut feeling decisions maybe you don't have as much as much information as you think would be appropriate for it that's yeah. why we call it the gut feeling right but you have some information. Yeah. So we we always know like exactly good decisions are gonna come from good information. But you also can't have all the information in the world before you make a decision. Right? Yeah. Do you think it's information? Do you think the gut feeling is information that you don't know how to process? I think so. Does that make sense? Mm. Like I think. Yeah. You're 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 f- like you kind of feel like you know something, but you right. have no idea how you would yeah. explain. Like it. you can't put your finger on it, basically. Yeah. I think I will say, gut decision though is a combination of what you know. So, like if you don't know something, like if you haven't processed a lot of it, you can't have a good gut feeling because you have mm. no gut technically, right? Because yeah. your, your your gut is only a cons- like it only consists of the stuff you've kind of consumed over mm. time, and the more information you've 
like consumed, internalized, mm. then it's easier to have good instincts, right? I think like a good example is when you get married. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not that gut feeling decision, but you also don't know everything about the other person. Yeah. You only know some certain information, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what you base to mm -hmm. make a big decision, which is like a huge decision probably for, for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's the, I think that's the thing of, of how we call it. But you, I think it's interesting what you said, Isaac. Like maybe it's information you have that is not totally processed, but mm -hmm. kind of feels that feel good of like I think I'm doing the right thing here. Right. Mm -hmm. That's true. That, no, but there's an interesting point with with like getting married also, right? Like, like so I got married some months ago now, six mm. months. Six months I can't, yeah, can't wow. remember. Half a year. Yeah, exactly half a year, and. Um, and I think it's true. It's that there's a lot of of yeah. Now we're <laughs> using gut feeling as yeah. as a word for everything, but it's a lot of uh, you know faith in thinking. Mm. Okay, I, th I believe yeah, that yeah. it's gonna work. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, it's the same. It's the same with dating, right? It starts mm -hmm. with dating. Like, yeah. Yeah. well, it depends how you see it. But if you if you aim to get married, of course, it already starts at uh, dating. Then yeah. to kind of like figuring out what uh, uh, what you want to do with this relationship, where you want it to mm. go, and and then you kind of like through that figuring out mm -hmm. what is the um, kind of uh, like non-negotiables is something that mm -hmm. sometimes we, we talk about kind of like what is the thing that I'm not gonna uh, move on. Yeah, move exactly. Mm -hmm. I stand strong on this point. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's, that's this part of like making those something core of, of you before you mm -hmm. make these decisions I, when we talk about dating or marriage, mm. you know, having yeah, these yeah. core foundations, yeah. and then the rest is uh, little doesn't bit, really you know. matter exactly. And I think also with, with that, you always you always have a risk, right, on that decisions. It's always 100%. a risk. Yeah, but but the thing also like, but that's what we talk. I think like a few episodes back, like when when you have friends in your life that can, you know, like sometimes you are not thinking hundred percent clear, mm -hmm. but you can have some friends that help you with good good thinking, right? True, <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, right, because I, I mean like. When you're dating, you only see the good parts. Yeah. But maybe you have some friends that tell you, hey, like, um, <laughs> do you think about this? Like, and you're, no, no, no. Right? Like, <laughs> you're like That's true. It was the almost opposite from for, for me and Shao. I was extremely slow, I would say, to to start dating her. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, we, were, we were hanging out in, in, like, group settings and stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think definitely, for example, you, Andres, and also your wife, Sheila, was kind of, like, hinting, maybe you should try it, you know, maybe yeah, you should yeah. go for it and... And that's that's such a I think good part of having people around you that mm -hmm. can help you make a decision, because yeah. I, because decisions are not easy, and these decisions I would never call it easy. Like mm -hmm. looking back and yeah. or looking where I am now, I would say this should have been the easiest decision of my life. Yeah, but, but at the time it not, wasn't exactly. Yeah. It's not, yeah. and I think that's what's super powerful about this whole thing. I think if you are about to make a hard decision or you're in the process, you're kind of in the limbo, not sure what to do. I think you have to try and maybe see it from. How would I feel about this decision 10 years from now, right? And that mm -hmm. could give yeah. some perspective on the decision. Because I think sometimes we make things worse than they are. And most times, I think the most important thing about like decisions and hard decisions, to me, my head is always like, can I live to fight another day, right? Mm -hmm. If it goes wrong, mm -hmm. can I live to fight another day, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, how, that's the best way to grade decisions because I always, I'm like very, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst kind of guy. Right, so I'm always planning from worst case scenario and like hoping for best case scenario, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So to say, and um, I think what is most important is like you have another chance to roll yeah. the dice. Yeah. So like, and I think if you keep on rolling, rolling, rolling the dice, eventually like you're going to hit the right decision for mm -hmm. something, but you don't want to be in a scenario where it's like, it's, it's poker, you're going all in the first mm -hmm. decision and then you're blown out, <coughs> right. right? Like obviously at the end of the day, you know, you're <laughs> yeah, only yeah, blown yeah. out when you like, I don't know, yeah. die or something, but like at the end of the day, that, that's what I mean. So I would say yeah. thinking about it like that. Yeah. And then the second thing I would want to add is like thinking from second and third order decisions. I mm. think it's something I've really been trying to Im embody in my life personally. What did you call it? First second, order? So sec exactly. So second and third order decisions. So for mm. example, if you, have a, if you have a decision, let's say I want to buy a TV, right? Now, the first order decision is buying the TV. Right, but what the second order decision of buying the TV is that if you buy the TV, then you have to um, do everything that comes with buying the TV. Mm. So that means that you have to like 
pay for a plan with the TV. You have to set up the TV. You have to either pay someone to set up the TV for you mm. and like create space in your house or clean your house to do the TV. So that's, mm. this, that's a second order decision of the first order decision mm. you made. And once you make the first order, you have to do the second one because there's no point of getting the TV if you don't set it up. Mm. Now, the third order decision of that is like, you have to pay for a subscription and you have to watch the TV because then you feel like, because then you feel like buying the TV then you feel like buying the TV was a waste of like, what's the point of buying the TV if mm -hmm. you're not going to watch the TV? Yeah. Now, okay. let's bring this okay. back all down to a, a second thing. And I think if you now told yourself like, oh yeah, bro, I need more time to do this and do this, this, this one. Like I'm trying to be an artist and spend more time mm -hmm. on my art. And then you buy a TV, which is good. Mm -hmm. But then you have to think of like, when am I going to set up the TV? When am I going to watch the TV? And mm -hmm. then if you start thinking of decisions on like, what's the third round effect, like the third mm -hmm. order effect of that decision, then that would also give some, like obviously you can't make everything as logical as that, but I think you, it also is helpful in terms of like thinking, one, thinking in terms of like 10 years from now, how would this yeah. decision look but like? I, I think it makes sense, sorry, like interrupting, but like I think if you think about like, if I get it, do you mean as well like, is this decision going to distract me from another main decision I made? Right? Exactly. Like kind of thing, because exactly. for example, let's say the TV example, which is like the most logical example I've ever had for <laughs> buying a TV, <laughs> but exactly like, is that really the decision gonna um, complement the direction of the decision I'm mm -hmm, making in my mm -hmm, life? Mm -hmm. Or is it gonna be a distraction yeah. for the main decision? Mm -hmm. Because that thing, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to see the, the TV thing and be like, oh yeah, it doesn't do anything. Like yeah. it's just a TV, it's just, a, yeah. but like when you think about it, like, no, it's not just TV. It's like TV, it's set up time. Everything is connected Financial that yeah. comes with like yeah. monthly keeping up with the mm -hmm. TV. So mm -hmm. that's like financially monthly costs, whatever that means, <coughs> electricity, payment plan, I don't know if you do Skype or like whatever you do on your TV, right? And then yeah. there's the third thing of like the time that it actually takes you to use the TV consistently, right? Or even just the distraction that the TV offers and the TV being there now depends, right? Like if you, if you, I don't know, you have to just think mm -hmm. about all these things. I don't think you can, I can't break this decision down for everybody, but if you start to see decisions from that way, I think it would help you see, okay, if the three orders are like looking good, mm -hmm. aligned with the final thing, Okay, mm -hmm. that, that kind of feels like a good decision. And yeah. if I feel like 10 years from now, I'll still be okay with this decision, relatively, I think this is still a good decision. I think, um, just, I think uh, you, yeah. you lost me, but probably a lot of <laughs> listeners uh, love this kind of like uh, way to explain it. Yeah, I don't know if I explained it properly, but like just Google like first, second yeah. and third order yeah. decisions. Yeah. And then I think the third thing is just like, imagine if you were a granddad, how would you feel about this decision? Like, I feel like, right. 10, 15 years from now, I'll be proud of myself, like whether the company fails or not that we started the company. Yeah, That's right. how I feel. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking like about, for example, like we are in a, in a privileged position to make decisions, right? Like we live in a part of the world that we have such a privilege to make decisions that are gonna impact, impact. Uh, we can have big impact yeah. in our mm -hmm. lives, right? But I think, I think sometimes like when you're talking about, I mean, it's really good to explain that decision how you did, but I also think like you cannot be paralyzed to make decisions, you know, like if if you have, let's say with going to uni, mm -hmm. you have so many options. Mm -hmm. We live in a part of the world that you can do anything. Mm -hmm. You can study anything. Mm -hmm. But I talk to a lot of young people that they don't know yeah. what to do. Mm. You know, and it feels like true. you're paralyzed because you have too many options and you can exactly go to all that process that you were talking about. Okay, let's say I do medicine. Okay, so I'm gonna do this, then I can do dentist, then I can do seven years for this, they can, yeah. I can do surgery, I can do that but I'm not sure. Okay, let's think about doing this other option. Let's think about, and then, okay, you know what I'm gonna do? Like the most predictable thing. Let's have a gap year, go somewhere, get wasted, come back and think again what I want to study. Mm -hmm. And then you come back, well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to study, I'm gonna work. But do you, know, do you know what I would say to that decision? So for example, like if we were, let's talk about this, right? So if there was a scenario of someone that's like, okay, we have one thing, we have medicine, then maybe let's say we have law, right? So it's mm -hmm. like medicine, law, and then it's this gap here, mm -hmm. right? But like we said earlier, like no decision is a decision, yeah. right? So what does that actually do? What's the most valuable thing among all of these things is mm -hmm. time. What does this thing mean in terms of time? Obviously there's money, but it's mm -hmm. like, everybody will make money. It's just more like how much money will you make in time, right? If you're 70 years old, you'll probably be a millionaire if you kept on doing one thing, but people are trying to be millionaires. But it's tomorrow. like what we talk about when you take a vacation, are you using that vacation to rest? Mm -hmm. And it's saying mm -hmm. if, if you're taking a gap year or using that year to also figure out what mm -hmm. to do, exactly. or do you just yeah. show up a year later and it's like, oh, we're starting again. Yeah, yeah we're like, yeah. like nothing changed, exactly. right? Exactly. That's really good, Isaac. And I think mm -hmm. that's really good advice. Like, it's nothing wrong with that gap year or whatever decisions you're making because you're making a decision to take that time. Exactly. But if that time is gonna help you have clarity for the next 10 years, 
it's a really good time. Exactly. But right? then you have to actually use the time yeah. that you took to not do yeah, yeah. to do what you said you were going to do, not yeah. to do something else. And I'm just simply saying, like, I think you could break that thing and I think everybody's like, oh yeah, I could just take a free time, but then that's the wrong decision. Because mm-hmm. if you if you also do the the third order decision thing, then it's also like, okay, I spend this year, I don't think about it, I waste the second year, I'm mm-hmm. not sure again, and then I waste yeah. the third year. That's like yeah. the mm-hmm. actual effect of it. Like yeah. so I think it's more of like, as you said, not thinking too hard about it, but I think I'm making it sound more complicated mm-hmm. than it is. It's something that yeah. you could run through your head sure, in a couple yeah, yeah, of yeah. seconds of like, yeah. nah, this is probably not. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure like it's an automatic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the more you practice it, the better you are at that. At like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I, I, I like thinking about talking about this su- subject. I just want to like uh, encourage people to do something. I think we talked about it before mm. also in different, but I, I, I truly believe in this thing, like you gotta do something to to move somewhere, you know, and uh, can be anything, but but just do something. Yeah. And the the worst thing that can happen is that you do something and you don't like it, but then you do something else. Yeah. And I I truly believe the worst thing and the most paralyzing thing, like what we talk about, is when you don't do anything, and from that you f- start forgetting, like. Why? Your, your vision, your why, mm-hmm. and everything, yeah. and and I'm th- I'm the same. I'm actually went through it uh, this week. I would say at work because for reasons I couldn't have my same momentum at work, mm-hmm. and then having less to do c- could sound amazing. You're like, oh, you know, I can can vibe, you know, but then after one two days, you just start realizing like, what am I doing? And I can see that part, all these parts of my life. I I get worse at just mm-hmm. automatically because I'm not mm. doing uh, or I'm not like doing the thing that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Yeah. So then just everything just kind of like uh, simmers out. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's like that thing of like how you do one thing is how you do everything, yeah. and like mm-hmm. everything yeah. you are still one entity, right? Like all of it is still Isaac. Mm-hmm. In obviously, it's different sides of you, but it's all still Isaac. So it's Isaac work, Isaac. I don't know with with wife, Isaac with. I don't know the other parts of your life that you have. It's all still right? like it's all still you, right? So yeah. it's all connected. I think, yeah. as you guys said, just doing something and the most important thing I think is, as I said, this thing of like just being having the opportunity to try again, mm-hmm. right? Like if you can't try again, like just make decisions that give you the opportunity to try again mm-hmm. to yeah. try something else if it doesn't work out. And I think that's the most important thing because that's all that matters. Because people fail, people make it, people don't make it. It doesn't really matter. The the only thing is like. Can you pick yourself up if you do fail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. if you can always have a second chance to try again, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. it's very likely that if you put your, all your effort in, you have a high chance of mm-hmm. making something good out of it. Now, you might not be Michael Jordan, but the question is like, you don't have to be Michael Jordan. Right? Mm-hmm. So all these things, like I think when you see ex- things like that, it's, it's better to like be in motion, get momentum, mm-hmm. and then maybe switch, right? But, or then you have more perspective or like yeah. stuff like that. That's what that's what. Yeah, I let me, let me like share just quickly about when I when I moved jobs, like mm-hmm. latest jobs, because that's, I think looking back, that was a, a time where I was, uh, logically I was too slow on making that mm. decision to move. Right. Um, so I stayed at this company for, for three years. Mm-hmm. And I would say after maybe like one, one and a half. You should have left, I you could have. Lo- logically would be the best for my career. Let's say like that, it would be the, the absolute best for my career to just move on because mm-hmm. Because if, if I move to a new company, I learn new things, I get challenged in new things, um, I get more money, all mm-hmm. of this stuff. <clears throat> but but I didn't. Uh, and and there was like th- many reasons of this and there's things I, I, I learned f- out of that. So like not making that decision to move, I learned other stuff, mm-hmm. but it was a decision. Okay, I'm gonna, for example, I remember there was a part where the company was kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ride through this mm-hmm. and you know, learning i learned some some things about you know staying in one place because i could see one of the work like like a horrible experience of a company could turn into a great experience of company which also means that like this means that the company can can change and it's all about leadership all about uh how how the people around you are acting or doing or what you are doing to bring value but when it comes to to decisions i would like recommend someone like the biggest recommendation I would say is to ask the questions. If you make this, this decision to to move or go somewhere else, 
do you think that you will grow from it? Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think that you will, will be more challenged and, and learn more? Mm -hmm. And if you say yes, mm. I, I think you should just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think so. Yeah. I, I think like also with that, like, are you making the decision from a good place, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. because if the decision is to run away, you know, like you got challenged and then you're, oh yes, I'm just gonna run to another company, which right. I, I mm -hmm. don't need to be with these work colleagues anymore. Then you're gonna face the same problem later on. And at one point you're gonna need to learn that, right? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. true. So I think most that, that also what you're saying, the way you, you finish something is most likely the way you're gonna start something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you push through to some difficult stuff, I think you're in a really good place to start something new in a new place yeah. because you then yeah. go moving for convenience, right? Yeah. That's true. Because what exactly? Because what I learned is that if it's if my company or like if I don't like how it is in my company, mm. that does not mean that that company is going to be that forever, yeah. and that means that it could change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I before probably didn't know. I probably thought that if maybe if a uh, could be a, if a group of friends is bad, if um, uh, if um. Yeah, whatever. If your relationship is bad, anything that okay, it's gonna stay that mm. like that forever. Yeah. yeah. But knowing that you can actually go through a really tough periods where where uh, yeah, things are just not good. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. can see that actually um, the exact same people, the exact same thing can turn out to be good, mm. even yeah. though it was yeah, bad. Yeah. I thought it was that was yeah, my like learning from that. I think that's really cool. Um, I have a question though. Do you feel like? Did you feel like you didn't leave because you? you were, you didn't want to make the, do you think it was a good reason you did like, let me rephrase this. Mm -hmm. Did you think you didn't leave because you were scared of not leaving or because you were confident in staying? Right? Mm. Does that like, does uh, that? Yeah, I think, do you mean like in confidence, do you mean that? Exactly, like what we just talked about with good. the company. Like you, you were like, okay, this is a tough time. I want to prove to myself that I mm. can push through a situation that's not, the best and make something good out of it? Or was it like, I'm not sure I want to leave. I'm, I'm quite comfortable and I don't want to see what's like, not that I don't want to see, but it's like, I couldn't be bothered to see what what's next because I'm quite comfortable here. And yeah, yeah I, just, I, think, I just couldn't. Bother. I think one of the things was like, I want to push through this, mm -hmm. uh, but then I stayed long, a little bit too long after that also. After the push. Yeah, I was like, okay, I did it. I pushed through this mm -hmm. hard part. It's good now. Then, the laziness or not the lace the the comfort like being comf comfortable mm -hmm. sticked mm -hmm. and also the longer you're at mm -hmm. one place you are you don't really know how the market works like mm -hmm. you can start doubting yourself oh am i good enough for a different place yeah. so on and so on mm -hmm. uh and and like i told you guys like i did like a salary bump of like 25 percent mm -hmm. yeah. something around there so that's like you know crazy to think that uh, that I'm not good enough for for somewhere else, mm -hmm. or there's nothing else, you know. And yeah. and uh, so to answer your question, I think it was was a mix of first I wanted to push through it to sh like show okay I can do it, <coughs> but then also also this uh, being comfortable mm -hmm. came, you know. And also COVID personal reasons, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you can have yeah. tough times in mm -hmm. life. So when it's a tough time in life, you don't want to maybe jump into having mm -hmm. tough interviews, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. That's yeah. it. when st other stuff is tough, you're worse at doing other stuff, yeah. tough stuff and the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. Now that's really good. Cause I think the whole being comfortable and sometimes it's easy to not even realize you're being comfortable. Mm. Like over, I would say over the last four days, I've been comfortable. So before, oh, no, not for three days. I would say over the last three days, I've been a bit comfortable. Mm -hmm. I think it's a natural thing. Yeah. Like it's a default that you always, always fall back to. Fall back to, mm -hmm. yeah. Which is not bad because you, your, your your body doesn't want to be like, it's not about being intentional mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. or But but I think like when when you don't challenge yourself enough, or but it happens with everything. Everything, like yeah. When do you stop growing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right? when like you stop, yeah. Yep. Then when you stop learning new things, mm -hmm. when you stop like when you just assuming that, that you know everything everything you need to know. And I think this situation with this like with your job is really interesting because that that shows also the humanity part of it. We are not robots. We are yeah. not, you know, like okay, every two years, every year and a half or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's if you know that it's about learning and growing and and, and actually your you measure your life with not what you did in the last three years, but actually what you're doing with your whole life. Mm. Yeah. I think it's a healthy way to see it. To what's see this it. decade? What's yeah. the next decade? What's right. the next, right? It's more time than just, oh, I missed this like six months. Yeah. Where put that in the context of 30 years mm -hmm. yeah. of working. You know, like that's that's nothing. It's true. And then thinking about thinking about what, what you learned out of 
all this because even mm. ma- say like you look back and like oh that was a bad decision yeah but then asking yourself like okay can i learn anything about mm. can i learn anything from this bad decision exactly mm-hmm. i think yeah. then you like took yeah. a bad decision and you actually grew from it yeah mm-hmm. that's how i, I try yeah. to think about it no for sure i, I would say like I, I totally agree i would just i'm also very pro logic very pro like i think emotional decisions can be helpful but i think i think definitely having logical and then cross-checking that with people who you share mm-hmm. values with. I think that's yeah. always like a pro. Yeah. I'm always like very, you know, obviously sometimes you don't have the entire perspective in mm-hmm. your head, but I think running things logically and then cross-checking it and then with other people, I think that always really helps. Yeah. Um. In summary, this was really good because as you said, the most important thing is like trying to always just raise the comfort zone because we were talking about this thing about like getting comfortable. I think... Mm-hmm. The easiest way to do it is like you because we always fall back down mm. to to comfortable. But the thing though is like, if we can raise comfortable from zero to like ten, right? So maybe now high for you is hundred mm. or fifty or whatever. But like instead of down being zero, how can we push down to ten, right? Mm-hmm. Because we will always fall down back to our basic yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I something I've been thinking about. Like how can we just make it so easy to do the right thing? We were yeah. talking about this is with that, something else. Are we talking about habits now? Kind of like your no. default habits? Mm-hmm. But I also think like in terms of like getting comfortable in making decisions because for example, there are daily decisions that we make all the time. Right. Dec- deciding to be a better dad, husband, yeah. boyfriend, person, work colleague, walking yeah. into mm. your house with the mentality. And I think how can we bring the baseline right. as mm. high as possible. So yeah. even when we fall, we never fall below this thing because at the end of the day, like a system is as True. strong as its weakest link. And if the bottom of your habits is your weakest thing, then mm. like that's really where you are, right? Yeah. You're not at your yeah. high, you're at your low. Yeah. And I think it's something I've been thinking about recently. Like, good point. How, can, how can I raise my low of the daily decisions I make? Because like brushing your teeth, you probably yeah. make that every Mm. Probably like ten years of your entire life is spent brushing your teeth. I don't know like what the actual stats are, but like especially like if you run your own business, right? Because you could de- you could you could not work for a week and it's fine. No no boss is gonna <laughs> tell you that mm-hmm. you're fired or whatever. It doesn't matter, right? I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's uh it's more responsibility mm-hmm. in yeah. those decisions then because you could do whatever you want. Yeah, but then you bring make yourself feel like horrible, bro. Like yeah. I'm so bad at that right now in terms of like. I'm so good at making myself feel horrible if things don't go <laughs> honestly. But I think I think that now it's really interesting because I think there are two things that are really key for for show that show up when you're making decisions. Okay. And one thing is exactly what you said, freedom. Wrap, wrap it up for us, Andres. Okay, that's the wrap up, right? That, yeah. Okay. One thing is freedom, right? Joshua has all the freedom <laughs> to make decisions. Yeah. Which is really gonna show show what is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is adversity. Which let's say mm. when I moved to Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Or when you moved to, like, you facing adversity, which it, it really shows also what is inside of you. Mm-hmm. True. Right? Because in that moment, when you're free to do whatever you want, then you're actually going to do whatever, mm-hmm. you, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And when you face adversity, is when it's going to show up really what, <laughs> what are you made of? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is the thing that, what are you going to give up mm-hmm. or are you going to push through? Yeah. And I think that test. Yeah no one can do it for you. Like, yeah. no one can do that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to go through it as painful as it can be sometimes, or but also it's a lot of uh, good things in that. It's no. the only way to know what's going to happen yeah. also. Yeah. If, you, if you just, if you give up, yeah. you will never know. You never know. And yeah. you maybe will be sad about that yeah. if yeah. you never knew. It's a 100% chance it won't work out. If you don't try, if it's a 100% chance it won't work out. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Just, just think about it like that. And and if you do try, then there's a chance it will work out. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, whatever the stats are, yeah, yeah. only time will tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have loved that's to good. continue this topic because I wanted to go into, get, go into dating and kids and some stuff, but we're going we're gonna to do that, that another yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah. So if you want to hear some dating tips from Yosha, <laughs> how he made a decision to, to start dating. That's for another time. Yeah, I'll, ask, another time. I'll ask him now. After. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear that, send us a message yeah. and we'll make that happen. Awesome. No, thank you. Thank you so much for for joining this this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to end it here and wrap it up with mm-hmm. sick pics, like mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And sick pics is something that we thought was sick yeah. this week. Yeah. And uh, have you guys prepared one? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Anders is yeah. ready. Let's I c- go. I can go. So my sick pic this week is the Netflix show, the, the playlist mm. based on Spotify. Like it's all in, in Swedish, right? It's Swedish. It's I, Swedish I started series. watching it in English, but yeah. I didn't realize halfway through. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> but but told me, it's oh, it's something fine. is happening. They're moving the lips, but they're not talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're acting like a German. Oh, man, to yeah. I, but I didn't realize because my, my setup is already in English, so yeah. everything comes that way. <laughs> anyway, I really like that 
that that serious. I think like I watched already three episodes and 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 somehow like it brings me a bit back to my my youth times where all this like Pirate Bay was going on yeah. with this whole torrent thing, the music rights and all you know like you like what's the different time like than how it is today. Mm. There was no laws for that. They all had to establish like how it's gonna go music going digital. Yep. So anything that has to do like with this whole transition process and and people having ideas to make it better, uh, the challenges that they faced, the the I don't know. I just find like really fascinating. So <laughs> like really really got me got me that yeah. I think it's a really good thing to yeah, watch. That's good. I would um, really want to watch yeah. it. Uh, I look forward to watching it. So yeah. a playlist on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, it. But I see when we talk about stuff, I'm just like, well, it's so many podcasts. <laughs> things like topics to just go back and forth with anyways i think for me the um, i have let me just start with one my first one is the um, crunch piece so as you guys know yeah i'm only going to pick things i use in my life so we've been like trying to find new companies that we could work with and yeah i think we i found this thing called crunch piece and it's like super expensive to pay for the subscription it's like 50 bucks a month but they don't allow you to pay monthly so you oh, have wow. to pay yearly, right? Annually, which is super cool. But I will say I didn't pay for it because I'm on the free version. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, it's been super, super helpful. Um, we've been able to like basically differentiate between companies who are like seed funded, um, first round, second round, um, what kind of investors, what kind of tech companies. And it's very, it's very like tech heavy, which is good for us because we are like in the tech niche. Um, so I don't know. I think... It's been, it's been, it that was really good. So I think that would be sick pick Crunch base? Crunch base. Heard about yeah, that, cool. Like, um, yeah. They give like LinkedIn all the stats that LinkedIn sales navs, like LinkedIn mm. sales navigator uses <coughs> for like all the stats of like, oh, this company just got funded or this, da, 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 da. That's where LinkedIn gets all this data from. Nice. So that's like going right to the source, you know, instead of getting Nutella, you go straight to the, you know, chocolate Get factory. Chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> so um, that's good. Yeah, that's good. great. And I'll, I'm gonna um, sick pick. I'm gonna bring the nerdy side, like I think a little bit niche. So I'm gonna um, sick pick a, a Mac app mm -hmm. called Raycast. And this is a this is an app. If you know Spotlight on Mac, you guys know that mm -hmm. when you press Command Space, yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. there's a Spotlight. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So Raycast is pretty much taking Spotlight but making it good. So and it's you an can app. Actually, find things exactly. Yeah. So it's an app where you press whatever com yeah. combo you want. For example, uh, Command Space. And then you can write whatever you can, you can, and you can add add-ons. You could have your control your Spotify there. You could control wow. your notes there. You can control everything. So, so if you guys like to work with your keyboard, with uh, doing things quickly, like kind mm. of productivity stuff, yeah, uh, you can check it out. It's called Raycast. Yeah, yeah, sounds interesting. I try yeah, this. Right. Do they have it for yeah, Windows? No, no, yeah. bro. You gotta give the give Windows. Yeah, you, do you want to be a business guy or you, you want to be a market? Like what we call it? Like uh, you want to be a numbers guy working on? <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't worry, guys. Give me give me two years and then oh, I'll buy yeah, Mac. Yeah, 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 two yeah. years from now, I'll buy Mac, guys. <laughs> Buy it on the company. <laughs> Thank you so much right. for listening. Like I said in the beginning, if you want to hear a topic, mm -hmm. like as you can see, someone recommended a topic and we're already talking mm -hmm. about it. So yeah. you have a lot of power yeah. mm. if you want to li listen to a topic. Power to the people. Power to the people. <laughs> so thank you for listening and see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.